broadcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Episode 33, Releasing Attachment by Forgiving Those Who Caused Our Pain. In my book, Raven Transcending Fear, I tell my story of childhood trauma. The violence my mother started, allowed, and perpetrated devastated me for decades. The physical, mental, and emotional pain I endured was devastating. As I stayed trapped in my victimhood for years, I allowed the anger, resentment, and bitterness to build within me. What I didn't realize was the rage within me did not affect my mother. I didn't even tell her I was furious with her. So all this negativity was building inside of me and not being released. The uneasiness I lived with each day kept me reliving the trauma repeatedly. This living in the past caused me to spiral downward into a depression. The longer I held on to my victimization story, the more attached I grew to the wrath building within me. When I made the conscious decision to change my story from victim to survivor, that anger didn't go away. Instead, I pushed forward into anxiety, fear of the future. Because I couldn't trust my mother, my egoic mind kept warning me I also couldn't trust others. So it always scared me that people I befriended would hurt me. Then I had someone tell me I needed to forgive my mother for the pain she caused me to release the agony and move forward. Forgive her? Never. What she did was unforgivable. I wasn't going to let her off the hook. She was to blame for my pain and suffering. She deserves my judgment, not my forgiveness. Rat poison. Then I saw a quote by author Anne Lamont, which stated, not forgiving someone is like drinking rat poison and expecting the rats to die. Hmm. Was holding on to the rage against my mother harming me? I was the one reliving the past. It was my egoic mind that was replaying the tapes of my mother ridiculing me. My ego was enacting scenarios of others harming me. But was my mother suffering because of my anger and judgment? Was she dying from the rat poison I drank for her? No, she wasn't. She was living her life despite my pain and suffering. Many trauma survivors aren't aware that the fury within us is rat poison, which does nothing to the perpetrator of our wounds. Instead, we allow the ego to make us think that staying attached to the anger means we keep them culpable. Whether or not we forgive... They are responsible for their actions and their part in our pain, even if they don't accept the responsibility. So is forgiveness we give for them or for us? The ego's definition of forgiveness. The egoic mind believes we are giving absolution for the sins committed against us when we forgive. Or we are condoning the reprehensible behavior. Neither is true. Furthermore, it is not about giving in, getting along with, or agreeing with the perpetrator. Forgiving doesn't mean that we pretend the atrocities didn't occur 
where we shouldn't put up personal boundaries to protect ourselves from the offender. Finally, it doesn't mean that our anger isn't justified. We do, however, need to change our perception of what forgiving another means. Maybe forgiveness is about moving past the pain so we can live our lives. Could it mean that we live a life of peace and joy instead of one from righteous anger? Perhaps forgiving the offender means we don't have to relive the past trauma repeatedly. Could it be possible through our mercy, we become aware that these emotions don't help us, but keep us from living our dreams? Withholding forgiveness is really about sabotaging our healing and our future. We waste time and energy being consumed by our anger and resentment as we nurse our wounds. So I think forgiveness is about freeing ourselves to use our energies in a more constructive way to benefit ourselves. It's an act of self-care, which enables us to take steps towards our emotional freedom and empower ourselves. It's a clean slate for us to build our dreams. Clearing out the clutter. Letting go of things that no longer serve us allows space for the right things to come into our lives. This decluttering includes the mental clutter the ego has stored. Those pieces of evidence it used to remind us of our justifiable anger, resentment, and bitterness we hold against others. The ego muddles our thoughts with the idea that because of the trauma the offender caused, we can no longer overcome and make our dreams come true. Our ego is effectively giving us an excuse to do nothing to improve our lives. Because if we forgive, then the excuse is no longer valid and we are responsible. Remember, the past is not a sign of the future because the ego doesn't allow for our personal growth. After all, it tries to hinder us. And by keeping us trapped in anger, shame, and blame, it keeps us from retaking our power. When we take responsibility for how we feel, we empower ourselves to make a change. Despite what anyone has done to us, we can overcome. When we believe this, it's because we have taken back our power and consciously chose the path we are now taking to move forward. Accepting the events and its effects. Another option for us to help release some negativity when we aren't ready to forgive is to accept what is. By accepting ourselves as we are, anger and all, we open up, releasing the mental clutter, yet still being true to our emotions. We stop obsessing and seek resolution for ourselves. Recognizing that an unjust action caused us harm and shouldn't have happened is crucial for us to move forward. When we let go of the attachment to our story, we release the hope that we can change the past and accept what happened as it occurred. Being compassionate doesn't diminish the wrongdoing, nor does it lessen the trauma. We didn't deserve the suffering we endured, but we need to accept how we feel before making the changes we want to see in our lives. So one change we can make, whether we forgive, is to put personal boundaries in place so we don't get mistreated again. We can still hold the perpetrator accountable for their actions and let the consequences of their behavior come to fruition. 
Through acceptance and not willpower, we allow ourselves to be freed of the negative attachment to our abuser. We consciously choose to tell our egoic mind we are more important to us than our offender is. Forgiveness is a gradual process. First, we must acknowledge that another has harmed us and how it's affecting us. We have to be aware of our suffering. For several years, I didn't remember that my mother was in the corner of the room watching three men take away my innocence so she could have drugs. It took time for my then 11-year-old mind to see the whole situation. Once I was aware, I needed to promise myself that I would do what I needed to overcome this traumatic experience. This commitment was where I was taking responsibility for my future. I was empowering myself. Staying aware as outside situations trigger us can be difficult. When we are triggered, we need to recognize that much of our distress is caused by our thoughts, not the actual circumstances we find ourselves. We can deal with this because our thoughts we can control. We can calm ourselves through breathing techniques or other stress reducers. Finally, Changing our self-talk makes it easier for us to release the negative energy the ego uses to keep us stuck in the past. When we alter our story from victimhood to survivorship, we adjust the self-talk away from disempowering chatter. When we put our energy towards ways to live the life we desire, instead of wasting it by reliving our pain, we increase our happiness. Forgiveness frees us from staying trapped in the negativities others caused. Moving forward by forgiving. None of us want to be imprisoned. But when we hold on to the pain and suffering, that is what happens. We imprison ourselves. The good news is that we also have the key that releases us. Forgiving means we are surrendering our justification to be angry, resentful, or bitter towards our abuser, despite the fact that they may not deserve our benevolence. We intend to no longer have the past harm our present or impede our future. We are empowering ourselves and disempowering the past. Are your coping mechanisms helping you move forward or are you stuck? Are you trying to numb your feelings through food, overworking, or other substances? Is your anger impeding your happiness? Maybe it's time to let go of the past by forgiving those who harmed you. We can choose to forgive, even if we don't feel we can. It's a mental decision. It's our attitude put into motion, and our intentions are powerful. Let's decide to forgive others and allow our hearts to follow when they can. Do you need support to help you forgive others? Do you want a strategy to help you overcome the ego's leavening beliefs and live a successful life? If so, please reach out to me at terrykozlowski.com and we can put together an action plan for you to create the life you desire. Don't forget to check out my book, Raven Transcending Fear, now available at Amazon. The link is in the show notes or you can go to raventranscendingfear.com. Thanks for listening to Soul Solutions with Terry Kozlowski. If you'd like the show and want to learn more, check out terrykozlowski.com where you can find the links to everything we talked about in this episode. Please subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode as we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. 